from eating candy. No, you're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm not sucking on, on the cough drops. So. Not on my watch. You know what? <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> not on my watch. <laughs> Feeling this Starburst right now. Oh my god, this is delicious. My Starburst. <laughs> what flavor is it, Kelsey? Please say that is this. And this is like the worst fucking flavor. It's, it's yellow. The orange is really good. Oh my goodness, to you. I like yellow the orange and the, the yellow. What? Uh, why does uh, nobody Devon, like the yellow? Are you okay? No, exactly. the, pink, the pink is the nasty one. I know everybody likes. It. I know everybody likes that one. All right, we got to discuss this on the show. <laughs> they literally make the all pink. They make up the the bags. Of all- y'all can fucking have it. Every time I had a pack of Starburst, I'm like, who wants the pink one? People are like, oh my god, me. I'm like, yeah, you can have that it. That should have told you something. <laughs> what should it tell people? Yeah, that should have told you something right there. Like what the fuck? That's hey, nasty. Y'all, do, y'all, do y'all eat candy corn? Hell no. All right, so. Hell no. <laughs> I used to, but the candy corn now is uh, not the same candy corn, so uh, I don't fuck those with Those were it. never good. Stop lying. I'd be saying, um. I live the hard life, okay? Candy corn, <laughs> candy corn and jelly donuts is the gateway to eating, but. Wait. Jelly donuts? <laughs> Are you kidding? Corn or you eat jelly donuts? You like me to get? Wow! You don't already eat ass. You'll probably try it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Hold on. <laughs> what? But. <laughs> 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 I was trying to swallow water and I just spilled it all over myself. <laughs> my oh, shirt shit. is wet. Oh my god. Kelsey. Kelsey. Yes. Why are you like this? <laughs> my shirt is I have to change I'm my shirt. I'm not gonna make it. I literally have to change my shirt. Hold on. I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna take it off. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not gonna make it. Oh shit. <laughs> All right, I am shirtless. <laughs> All right. Oh but Kelsey, God. you gotta explain. Please. Is it because it's a little hole? And... <laughs> <laughs> like, <I'm... laughs> uh, I can't drink water this episode, apparently. <laughs> like, I mean, I just, I just feel like I don't know. I don't. I've... <laughs> I've never, I've never mouthed a butt. Shut up! So, oh my gosh! So I don't know for sure, but I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like there may be crumbs or something mm. at some point. I just feel like that's the <laughs> and so candy corn gives me that vibe. Like candy bottom. Wait, 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 yeah, wait bottom a of the pocketbook booty? Are you eating that thing? Crumbs. Eating ass i just feel like this i don't know if i i just feel like the ass might have crumbs i just feel like the booty might have why why are there ass crumbs i don't know why it'd be ass crumbs i just feel right (laughs) who is not spreading the cheeks like i'm trying to figure out just saying i'm just saying like there's a possibility and who is sitting ass naked on the couch and getting crumbs in their booty aren't like actual crumbs maybe they're like other things <laughs> booty debris maybe, yeah booty debris booty debris that's better. Thank you. 
Okay. I actually can't breathe. Wait. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so I, various, various, but anal discharge. <laughs> so it just be shit back there. Kelsey, I, stop. Now she done turned this stop. into anal fissures and shit. What? Ew. the fuck? <laughs> Like hemorrhoids or something. I don't know, but I just feel like I just like if you eat candy corn, you would eat ass because wow, wow that leap. The correlation is not there, dude. It's definitely not, and I hate candy corn. Like the texture and the flavor, it just it don't. None of it really makes sense. Are the booties waxy? Like I'm trying to figure this out. (laughs) I don't feel like look Kim (laughs) Kazes. I don't know, but the donut situation is kind of like I don't know why it's, I feel. Like I told you it's the hole. I, I, I think it might just—it's the hole. I think it might just be the hole. Hey y'all, my name is Javon. You already made the step. Just be upfront about what you want. What's good, everybody? I'm Carly. Titty City. Listen to this. What's up, y'all? I'm Kelsey. God damn, people kill me with Kelsey, that. Kelsey, I cannot fucking deal with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Titty Talks Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Titty Talks Podcast. We are officially on episode seven. <laughs> For real this time. For real this time. I know last week we said it was seven, but last last time was like, I don't know. We were all over the place. We were and it's great. We were very stressed. We were very stressed. But now, given the state of events in the world, I, th- I think we're going to live to see another day. I think. We'll see. Come Just January. <laughs> Just one, yeah. How are you guys doing? What's new? Carly, how are you doing? Oh, we're playing tag. You're it. All right. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Carly's it. I'm doing good, as always. I'm cool. How are you, Kelsey? Excellent. Having a blast. Fan fucking tested. I saw where you dyed your hair pink. That's super cute. And that shit looked good. It looks so good, friend. Thanks. Yes. What made you want to dye it? Uh, I began bored. And my hair is is short. So I was like, eh, I might as well do it now while it's short. Because I could just cut it off when I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm, Good point. Yeah, it's super cute. I love it. And it's like pink, pink, too. That's hella cute. Yeah, thanks. I don't know how long this is gonna last. It's probably going like I don't know. It's giving me it's giving me a run for my money. I I mean I knew it was gonna be cute because I'm me and I look good. Hey, so yeah. I love that energy. But like, but like you know, I didn't know if I was really gonna be rocking with it because I do that sometimes. I I pick a color and it'd be like, man, it's cute for it right now. Mm. And then I'll go do something else. But I don't know. I might I might be on this. I might be on this for a minute. We'll see. I love it. Would you do any other colors, you think? Uh, yeah, I've already done like a bunch of different colors. So Ooh. it's just, I'll do it again. I want to, I really want to do orange, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm nervous about orange. That's a, that's a hard one to pull off right there. You got it. Nah, that would be, that would be dope. Hell like, yeah. I, I can see it. Oh, thanks. We fuck, with, we fuck with the vision. Hell yeah. Javon, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm um, not a whole lot new, just been painting still, trying to paint. <laughs> um, yesterday I was trying to, I think I'm going to start a new series where I paint uh, based on album covers, like inspired by different album covers. Nice. And I'm working on one right now. I'm not going to say what it is because it's not finished yet, but 
I think it's going to come out really good. It, I'm actually looking at it right now, unfinished, and I'm already kind of fucking with it. So we'll see what becomes of it. But yeah, that's pretty much it with me, just painting and reading. Um, I just finished reading The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I know I mentioned that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that How was I started it? reading it. It's life-changing, honestly. Like the, Have you read it? No. Oh, okay. So basically, the author is talking about uh, four different agreements. Basically, we make agreements throughout our lives based on how we were raised and how society has taught us to be. And he says basically to undo that, there's four different agreements that we should abide by if we want to live like, if we want to find personal freedom. Um, So yeah, I won't go through what the four are, but I just recommend that you guys read the book because it definitely changes your perspective. And it's a really quick read. I read it in like two and a half hours. So Nice. Definitely check that out. It's the Four Agreements by Miguel Ruiz. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, same old, same. Just working on myself and being introspective and shit like that. You know how I roll. <laughs> right. Yeah. Carly, what's what's going yeah. on with you? Ain't shit. Like literally, that's it. Nothing. Carly said, "Been chilling." Right. I'm like, kicking and I back like and that. I'm vibing. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Word to me, Lejay. Yes, I love that song. Yeah. That's a bop. Oh, speaking of bops, we made a collective playlist called Morning Jams. So for all of you listening, it is a, a collaborative playlist on Spotify where you can add any song that gets you hyped in the morning or just gently wakes you up, whatever. So far, we've got, I think, eight collaborators on it. And the playlist is really dope. It's got so many different genres. Um, so if you guys want to join in on that, I will leave a link on all the different platforms that you're listening on. And I'll also add it on our Titty Talks IG story if you guys want to add that on there. But it's really dope. I appreciate all of the good jams. Yeah, it's really good. You guys definitely, everybody listening, if you want to add one or two songs or 10 songs, I don't care. Add as many as you want. But we're going to get our morning morning vibes going together because why not? (laughs) Do we got any hot topics today or not? I mean, once again, we the hot tops. Of course. But also, <laughs> we still here. Yes. Like. Trump has not won. I am ecstatic. According to everybody except him. Right? <laughs> How does that happen? Just He just, he can't face the music. He, he just makes it up as he goes along. Yeah. And so, this is what we get. I'm just... I'm really, well, I'm not going to say I'm interested because I'm kind of worried, mm. um, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next month and a half, two months, you know, Yeah. because I got a feeling he's going to try to fuck up everything before, you know, before he he gets kicked out or carried out or however. Oh, gosh, definitely getting carried out. <laughs> I feel like I'm not going to lie. We're going to need, like, a temporary White House for a few months because they're going to have to tent that shit because you know <laughs> Trump got COVID roaches. You uh... know he COVID roaches. <laughs> yeah, I would I not just... want to come in there after him. Poor Kamala. Uh... It probably stink. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I imagine... Not probably stink. Oh, my goodness. You are just... you too much right now. <laughs> like, I, I feel like he don't flush the toilet all the time. <laughs> What is that? I know that? he don't wash his hands. <laughs> Ew. I'm so grossed out. <laughs> like, I just, 
I feel like he just like wipe his hands on his pants and uh, you know he does touch all the doors and shit. His little baby hands. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> I heard Melania so, yeah. already moved out. I don't know if that was a rumor or what, but I heard she already moved out. I mean, she might have, but fuck her too. Oh, honestly, but I still feel for her though. It's like, oh, you are married to the worst man in the world. How does that feel? She chose that life. <laughs> she did. I don't think he was that terrible when she met him though. Like he couldn't no, he have been. He he, he he he's been terrible. Oh shit! You are very generous with that one. He couldn't have been what? All right. First of all, we should have known he wasn't shit in Home Alone, where he just left Kevin standing there. <laughs> when he, he was lost. Like. We we really should have known then, and we 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 let him get out of control. Well, not we. They let him get out of control. Yes, like, I don't take responsibility no, for. Never mind. Let me be quiet. Heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about today? What did I ask? I asked about amicable breakups. Um, is it a hoax? A hoax? Hoax. Yes, hoax. That's how I'm gonna pronounce it. Is it a hoax? Is it something that is attainable? Is that something that's... Is it realistic? Or is it selling dreams, telling yourself that you can be friends with this person that you once had romantic feelings? That's a lot. And it's a good topic. We asked you guys on Instagram, are you still friends with your exes? And 56% of you said yes, and 44% of you said you are not. So how do you guys feel about those results? I was surprised because I really thought a lot of people was going to be like, nah, dog. Same. Nope. No dice. But um, it's interesting that more people are actually friends with their ex than not. Hmm. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about myself and it's like, <laughs> nah, definitely not. And just, no, I feel like once I close that door on somebody, once I'm done, I'm just done. I don't know. I don't, I don't need you. I don't need you in my life after that. Mm. You know, yes. Javon, I'm going to say this, right? I'll be listening to your answers every time we have the little mm-hmm. questions. And you you are so finite. Like, you just be cutting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And I, I kind of like it, right? Because it's something that I, well, I'm not going to say I can't do it, but I'm not uh, as likely to do it because I try to give everybody a chance. I'm nice mm. or whatever. Some people would disagree, <laughs> but, you know. They're probably the ones I got cut Exactly. Off, you know, but like I, it, you're very like you set that boundary very, very firmly and, you know, good or bad. She's good or bad. Decisive. Very yeah. decisive. Like, I don't know. I'm a very all or nothing type of person. I don't fuck with the gray area. Um, I've dealt with that in the past and it doesn't work out. So now I'm just very like, hey, if this isn't working, all right, done. I don't need you dipping in and out of my life and us playing games with each other. I can't, I can't do it. I don't want to entertain it. So yeah, (laughs) it's just, that's how I'm wired, but I am trying to work on not being so all or nothing because sometimes, I don't know, it's, it's hard to get into. It's it's a lot to unpack. We ain't got time for all that, but I'm working on it. No, I understand completely. But on the other side of that though, I, I have no problem being friends with an ex. Now the question, are you still friends with any of your exes? No, I am not. I have no problem being friends with them. I just, I just am not. It's not that I don't do it. I make attempts, but they don't be fucking with me. I was like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm the toxic Mm. one. Maybe it's me. 
It really don't be me. It'd be a combination. It's of never things. us. Right? <laughs> no, I ain't gonna say it's never me. Don't get me wrong. It be me some of the times, but like I said, it'd be a combination of things. It's never just one thing. And I think a lot of times people can fail to see that. And that's why I I would not like to generalize. So I just speak from my own experiences. I, I think a lot of the times though, the people that I've dealt with, they kind of fail to see that it's not mm. so black and white and it's not as dry as they want it to be. And I, myself too, I think the same way. And sometimes that gets in the way of us establishing that new uh, relationship. Yeah. It's not, it's not that I'm not interested or that I don't, I don't make attempts. I make attempts uh, failed or not. I make them. What does that look like for you though? Like when you say you make attempts, is that like you text them and be like, Hey, do you want to hang out? Or like, what does that look like trying to be friends after I, that? I have no idea what that looks like. <laughs> um, well for me, like I'm, I like to ask, I one, I like to, I just ask cause a lot of people don't, well, not a lot of people, but in my experience, people aren't very good with, uh, communicating their boundaries in mm-hmm. a way that I understand. So I- I'll initially ask, you know, like, what is okay? What What is it that you want out of this is what I'm going to ask for anything. And that's even at the beginning of, if I feel like there's a potential romantic relationship happening, I'm going to ask, okay, what, what do you want out of this? Because I want to know if I'm, if I'm even willing to attempt to give you that so yeah i'll ask you know what Mm -hmm. is it that you need from me what how can i how can i support you through this process what do we need to do because for breakups i generally be good not that i don't be heartbroken or like i don't you know oh i don't like we break up and i just get over it no but i understand the process so like i just need to know okay we're broken up good i can process that separately like, if you need space, cool, take your space or whatever. I don't typically need space, but I guess it would depend on the breakup, how that happened, or what what led us to that. But if it was, like, a mutual decision, then I wouldn't really need space. It would look like how any of my other friendships look like. It's very intentional. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do basically the same stuff I did in the relationship, just, like, um feeling like there's less mm. responsibility mm. in in making sure that I'm checking up like it will be uh yeah. more infrequent yeah. you know what I'm saying that probably conversations just more infrequent I think I said this a couple of episodes ago uh about one of my exes I was like yeah you, you can keep me on your roster if that's what you want it's always what they want and that's not because it's because I'm 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 the type of person I'm gonna make sure I'm okay. Like I'm gonna hey. make sure that I get what I need. And so I like to just open the floor for the other person so that they feel like they're able to to freely communicate what it is that they need. Because like sometimes everything is not just right. gonna come up in conversation. The opportunity just presents itself. Some shit is like really specific. So if I just ask then it's like you know the floor is open for this so no matter what it is you can just say it if that's what you need if that's what you want out of this then we can discuss yeah, i'll do my best to meet that and if i'm not meeting that it ain't no sweat if if i can't meet those needs or whatever but you have to have to be vocal about that you, you know i'm not meeting your needs but 
if we're just friends and I'm not meeting those needs, then obviously it's up to you to go somewhere else and find that. We also ask the listeners, which I feel like we already kind of touched on for ourselves, but do you find it easy to do you find it easy to be cordial or friendly after a breakup? So 43% of you said yes, of course. And 57% of you said nice for what? <laughs> Some of y'all are being friends, I guess, quote unquote friends, but just kind of going through the motion. Or maybe y'all just wanted to be snarky with your answer. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but okay. I mean, fair enough. Either way. I mean, obviously, we already kind of touched on it, but it does depend on why you broke up. You know, if it was a messy breakup, then there's no need to be cordial. I, I don't feel there's a need to be cordial for what, you know. But if you guys are still cool, then you're still cool. That's that's what's up. What constitutes a messy Girl, breakup? Girl, we ain't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> every fucking thing that we've talked about in every other week. Honestly, <laughs> I love that answer. Yes. So back to the question. Thoughts yeah. on mutual breakups? Is it possible to call it quits? Mm, yes, and we got a lot of responses. We're not going to read them all because we ain't got time for that. <laughs> but I'm going to pull up some that I thought were thought-provoking, I guess. <laughs> so we got one from Marshy Simone. I hope I said that right. Uh, so she said, for me, no, because I give my all to each relationship. I always end up thinking I did something. Girl, are you me? <laughs> Marcy, are we twinning out here? Yes. Um, sometimes I do internalize it and think that it's something that I did wrong. Like, for example, when I was cheated on, I thought, oh, maybe I wasn't doing enough to keep her attention or I wasn't pretty enough or whatever. To this day, I know that that's not true. I'm fucking amazing and it's her loss. But back then, I was really hard on myself about that. So I feel you on that, Marcy. I feel you. But just know that it's not your fault. So, yeah. Um, we also got another response from that fire underscore. Yeah. So she said yes with a little 100 emoji. But I think that comes with a certain maturity being on it and being honest with each other. That's, That's fair. True. That's fair. It's always for me. It's always the maturity word. I'd be like, I guess. But you don't uh, think it takes a certain level of maturity uh, to be friends with an ex? I guess. Well, maybe not know, for Kelsey because she so. said it wouldn't really be any different for her. Like, so it takes maybe the yeah. same amount of maturity it takes to be in a relationship. Okay, so we got one from Sweet P underscore the sweetest, which, by the way, is that the same friend that had the name that we said you need to change it? It was Sweet P underscore baby locks. Yep. Shouts to you for being the sweetest because your locks are long. You are so gorgeous. So um, she responded and said, laugh my ass off. You can try, but it's hard if a person is set on being right slash not to blame. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. But I I feel that they're going to say I always say this, but I I have come to understand not it's not it's like one person's fault or another Some things happen and they are out of everyone's control. How you respond or react to it is up to you. But it's like trying to figure out who's at fault is not really helping. Let's figure out what's been affected and what we can do to reconcile that to the relationship. I think that's that's a very mature perspective to have on that because a lot of people would jump straight to, well, this is your fault. This is your fault. This is the reason we broke up. Whereas you, you're not looking for faults. You're just saying, hey, that that's not the bigger picture. So 
I think maturity plays a big role in it, like the last person said. I suppose, but like Carly said, it's the same amount of maturity you need to enter the relationship is the same amount you need to mm, end it. Facts. Um, yeah, I suppose. I think so. I, I or cordially. Yeah. Even if it's messy, it doesn't have, have to, to be. be. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Like, okay, somebody cheats on you, cool. Y'all can just break up and go y'all separate ways. It doesn't have to be drama. You know what I'm saying? So there's still, regardless to whether it's an amicable breakup or if it's like, we don't want no dealings, we're not talking again after this. If it's like super splitsville, there's still a level of maturity that you can handle it at to where it doesn't lead drama. Yeah. I feel that. Let me see what else we got here. So we got one from Really Really Yeah. Hey girl, we love you. Hey. <laughs> she said, and I feel this to my core, girl, we are also twinning out here. She said, I get attached pretty easily, so it's tougher on me on the inside. It is hard. It is hard to be friends when you're really attached to somebody. And you could be attached to a friend, of course, too. But when you're attached to somebody romantically, it's hard to switch that off. And it's like, okay, well, now we're in friend mode. It, that takes time. That really takes time. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to separate yourself from them, love them from a distance until you can get to a situation where you're like, okay, I think I'm ready to have a friendship with you. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it depends on mm-hmm. um, your attachment style. Yep. Someone said something about it was sapphire or being honest with each other. Yeah, you have to be you have to be really honest about like where you are with the breakup <gasps> and like how you feel about that person when you're trying to transform this relationship into you're trying to transition into a completely yeah. different type of relationship so you hear you're being being transparent because it's not going to work if y'all are not on the same page Kevon, but- you know what i just thought of the video from the other day that i shared with the couple well the mm-hmm exes that were still living together but one moved on and the other one the one who had moved on didn't let her ex know that she had moved on but the ex Mm -hmm. kind of had an idea and they were having the conversation right there on the camera for everyone to see for the first time and it was a situation where you know the ex who had not moved on let's call her ex number two where ex number two was just like she was not at the same level as yeah. X number one. X number one was ready to share this information because she's like, I love you so mm-hmm. much, you're my friend. And X number two was like, uh, I'm not there yet. You know, I'm happy for you, cool, but yeah. So that that definitely plays into into Kelsey's point about you got to be honest and satire, by the way, um, you got to be honest about where you are in the process. You know, Tom. that's really important to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people are not yeah. going to heal at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, you know, communication is key, as always. I've been saying that since episode. Absolutely. One. I'm going to read one from O2 Mello and shout out to my twin. OK, it says. It is possible, you know, people outgrow each other sometimes. Mm. It just happens. And so I think that that's something as well that that needs to be, you know, pointed out. Like, sometimes it's not, like we said, it's not a messy breakup. It's just that people, they outgrow each other. They Mm. had an expiration date. And so at that point, 
even though you've had an expiration date, you still may end up in the situation where one person is not ready fully to, to move on where the other person is. And so that can blur the lines as to whether or not this is going to be an amicable breakup or if you're going to say, okay, yes, we can break up. It's amicable, but whether or not one person is going to truly be invested in maintaining a friendship and the other is not. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys think mm. time is dependent on outgrowing somebody or? Um, I mean, shit be happening. So you might meet somebody and get with them. And within a month of you being with them, some life changing shit happened to you and will push you or catapult you into a completely different headspace. Yeah. But yeah. you're on a completely different plane. And so I would, I would say that time can be a factor. Uh, but it is not mm. always the determining. Yeah, that was that was real. That was real, Kel. But yeah, no, I'll be in relationships, no. And that's because, like, I'm, I'm, I like, I, I feel like I be looking decent to people on paper. Like in theory, they be like, "Yeah, this the bitch I want to date." But in practice, it's oh, wow. like, no, <laughs> like, no. Not what I thought it was gonna be, and I be trying to warn people up front, like, okay, now. I know what you think this is going to be. And I'm telling you, it's not going to be that. I just think to some people sometimes, like, in theory, I sound like mm -hmm. the kind of person they would want to be with. But in practice, in theory, like, I, I sound like the a good match for them. But, yeah, when they when they actually get to, to have to relate, <laughs> when the relationship <laughs> gets a relationship and it's not... It's not what it what it may seem. But I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a universal truth. When you're interested in somebody, you see them with what's that phrase with rose colored glasses, and then you get in the relationship, you get yeah. to know that person, and you start to see their quote unquote faults and flaws, and then you know you can make a decision whether or not you want to work through that or end things. So, yeah, and I think also what people do is they have a uh, an idea of and and kind of what they envision someone to be like and they're mm, in love with the idea say that. like the idea and then when they mm. actually you know get with the person and get down to you know that nitty-gritty it's different and so they're not in love you know they're in love with the with the with the yes. vision that they created in their head yeah you know yes i don't be wanting to generalize because mm. i don't know what other people's experiences are but yeah, yeah, that's that's typically how it goes, which is wild because I feel like when I once I commit to something, I'm committed to it, even if I know it's a fucking Ooh. mistake. But like I be committed, so like I tr I really try my hardest to give people <laughs> like all of the Carfax on me before <laughs> before I really do. I be like, look, I'm this, I'm that. I'm this kind of bitchy. Like, I'm not that kind of bitchy, but I'm this mm -hmm. kind of bitchy. Like, I'm, I'm like giving the whole rundown. Like, if you good with this, press okay to proceed. Not you press know? okay. But like, it's okay. You gotta opt in. Back. Like, we can be good. You don't have to like try to do the relationship thing because I'm going to try. That's what be fucking me up. I'm going to try. If we get in here and we doing this shit and then you not doing what the fuck you supposed to be doing, I would be disappointed. I hate that. Don't disappoint yeah. me. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Back to <laughs> I was say back back to the topic at hand. No, I like where that went though. I feel like 
a lot of times in queer relationships, and I don't know if I brought this up before, um, but particularly with two women in a relationship, I find that a lot of them tend to be friends with their exes or like maintain a relationship with them. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but I think that can get messy once you get into a new relationship. I used to have a a friend group and they're still mostly Mm -hmm. all my friends where at one point everyone had, most people had been with someone in the friend group or was an ex and it got sticky a lot. (laughs) You know, and yeah, you know, um, and so I, I totally agree. You find that quite often um, in queer relationships and especially with women. Do you think, though, that the reason that that happens is because women, and I, yeah. I'm generalizing, um, you know, just asking the question, but do you think it's because women or, are more likely to want to maintain some some sort of relationship, some sort of friendship and are more willing to try and forgive than, you know, their male or masculine uh counterparts uh i think it gets messy because i feel like you're maintaining that relationship almost to have somebody to keep in your back pocket when things go awry i've been in situations where i'm with somebody and they're still friends with their ex and you're like "Mm, i don't know how i feel about that because it's like you guys are getting like real close with each other and you guys you guys have that history you have those inside jokes that i'm not in on and yeah i don't know it just it feels murky and then it's like you wonder sometimes are they crossing that line yeah yeah now you know that that part of it that you that you brought up about keeping people in your pocket and keeping people on the hook that part i think is universal and not just specific to queer women i don't think it's specific Um, to queer women but i feel like it's more common that's 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 my opinion. I feel like it's more common with queer women. Because with my straight friends, I don't hear mm. them saying like, oh, yeah, he's still friends with his ex and it's cool. Like, I hear that way more with queer women. That's just what I've, I've encountered. Maybe the it's cool part, but the friends with the ex or still in contact with the ex, I feel like I've heard uh, straight people okay. talking about Kelsey, that. what have you experienced on that? I don't really have... I, like a lot of my straight home girls are like I ain't gonna say a lot of them, but a couple of my straight home girls are like friends with their exes or like these dudes they used to fuck on they still friends with, and I I don't know really why that's a thing because the way they be talking about the dudes <laughs> don't sound like they really good friends anyway so I just be yeah. like why the fuck with but that's neither here nor there my queer friends was crazy mm. is that I actually don't have a lot of queer girlfriends. That's that's a I wouldn't know because like my queerest girlfriend is married and then my second queerest girlfriend just got married. So Okay. Well Yeah. <laughs> that's that on that. Right. <laughs> and then yeah, I don't have a lot of personal experience myself. Um so I, I couldn't Okay, I couldn't let me really ask say, this. If you guys honest. got into a new relationship with somebody and they wanted you to cut off your relationship with your exes, would you be okay with doing that? I would always say, like, when I would tell my ex to keep me on her roster, she would be like, well, what what you going to do? Like, when I call you and you got you you got somebody else, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to ask them if they cool with it. And if oh they not, God, then I'll just you. get you next time. So, you know, I was <laughs> like, 
agreeing with Kelso up until we got here. She said, like, stop the bus. Because I was like, yeah, I don't talk to none of them either. Boom. You know? And then she and took then... a left. <laughs> As usual. Uh, nope. Nope. What nigga would I say? Fuck, I look like turning Ooh, down some heads. Sort of like a bars. bird turning down hey. some bread. <laughs> bars. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, if it's on the table, see that's it might why I be can't on do as well. People dealing with their see. Mm. <laughs> well, see, I'm the type. I ask for. I'm gonna ask for permission, and if you be like, no, I'm not gonna go cheat. I'm just gonna be like, all right, not this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend just said, people. "Oh, okay, we'll keep me on your roster. Maybe next time." What you mean, next time? It ain't no next time. But I'm also non-monogamous, so like, oh. if you dating, so that's you gotta different. know these. Okay. But the thing is, I'm not gonna do anything that my partner is not comfortable with at the end of the day. But wouldn't so that make you feel like stifled then, because your situation. inherent nature is to be non-monogamous? If it if it begins to make me feel stifled, we can talk about it. And if there are no adjustments that could be made, then I right, I holla. It's cool. It's been real. We had a good time. Had a good run. Kelsey, you have me so weak. You could you just say it so matter of fact and you're dead serious. <laughs> like she's so serious. Ah, I respect it though. I respect it. All right. Well, I was just curious about that. I wanted to make that little that little detour. <laughs> That's funny. Mm. I think it depends on the person though, too, though. It depends on on our, our relationship. Do you feel like that's being kind of possessive if you of your partner to ask you to cut off a relationship that you made prior to even meeting them or prior to making things official? Mm, yeah. yeah, I do. However, I, I understand that uh, uh, gray areas, there's there are certain things where, you know, there may be there may be the most appropriate way for you to express certain concerns. Like if you have if we're dating and I know that there are certain insecurities that you are working through and this relationship is not helping you work through said insecurity. All right. I might chill out on that in that way, but it depends on how it's presented to me. I think that it is possessive, but I also think depending on the circumstance, right because you got to evaluate what really is your need mm. to keep your ex in your life right and so mm. if you with your the person who you think is your person if you're to that point yet where you think that that is your person then it's not out of the question like for them to even say that to you now you got to cut them off you know what i'm saying but if it's a situation where y'all are just like talking oh know, no if you're just like, talking well, yeah i know don't tell me how to <laughs> yeah but if that's like the person that you see yourself with for the the rest of your life, then what really do you need your ex in your I life agree. for? Unless this is the caveat, I guess, like if you and your ex were like legitimately friends, you know what I mean? Like, and when I say legit, legitimately friends, I mean, like perhaps started on a friendship level, went further and then y'all ended up breaking up, but y'all maintained that, mm. that actual friendship. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. something like that, I think it's a little different. But if it was just somebody you was fucking on. No, I feel that. I Also, I would think it would depend, too, on how long how long ago the relationship was. So if you guys have been friends longer than the relationship even was, I probably would be less inclined to even say anything about it. 
Yeah, and I, and I think that's that also plays into what I meant with when I was like, yeah. y'all were like legit friends. Like, if if the if the friendship was like ten years right. and the relationship was two or three. No, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Speaking of possessiveness, do you? Mm, this is a two parted. This is the two parted. How do you feel care. about body hair? If a, you mean body hair that's mm. not on my body. <laughs> Say that again. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's exactly it. It's, it's, it's not on my body. That's not what I was. That's not what I was asking. I, the the follow up question was actually going to be something along those lines. But damn, Look, my bad. Because I'm down. like, yo, it's... and that's that's kind of where I was getting at. Like, you know, you, you can police in your partner in certain ways that people be they doing, do that, doing shit. that shit. So, but like, that ain't. Yeah. That ain't that's cool. not cool. That ain't my body. Not at all. All right. We Gucci. (laughs) Oh, by the way, Kelsey, you killed me. So on my story a couple days ago, I was dancing to uh, Ombre song Gucci Slides. (laughs) And Kelsey Mm DM'd me and she goes, oh, I love that song. Mm -hmm. She's like, I always say, got my Gucci Slides on. Because it's the song it not about flying or too sweet. I mean, it is. So, and now I know. All, every time I'm I hear that song now, I'm going to say, got my oh, coochie slides. <laughs> and it's literally on the playlist that's queued up, like, that I was listening to today. <laughs> so I already know as soon as it comes back around. I'm dead. You know what? I do the same oh. thing with the Play Nice. Um, fuck, what song is it? If you can't tell. You- oh, my God. I listen to it all the time. Even when I'm down. Oh, pick up your phone. When Zylo says, call oh, yeah, me pick up the phone. again, I say, call me a lesbian. <laughs> a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, so those are the new lyrics. It's call me a lesbian <laughs> again. Call me a lesbian It actually again. makes sense with. if you sing it like that, too, because the next line is, guess yeah. I missed your call again. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to keep this or not, but... <laughs> Look, that was our music segment right there. <laughs> no, there we go. So, coochie slides and call me a lesbian. Everybody, go stream coochie slides. <laughs> I'm oh, screaming. Shit. Coochie slippers. I'm sure they exist. <laughs> I can't breathe. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that just made my day. Oh shit. Oh shit. All right. Well, I think on that uh, note, that's going to wrap up this episode nice. of Titty Talks, episode 7. Hey. Hey. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Titty Talks Pod and on Twitter at Pod Titty. I got it this time, Carly. Hey, you got it. I got my shit together this time. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, I think that's about it. Be out go. this bitch. Bye. Bye. All right, we're good. We're good.